I had that glow. You know the one you have when you meet the love of your life at a wedding in Hawaii? And he wants to make you his forever. The one you have when you know that nothing can go wrong at 36. Well, it only took three little words to dim my light. I felt like I was jumped in a game, given these colors, the color pink. I soon learned there was nothing pretty in pink. Managing the ebbs and flows after a breast cancer diagnosis was never ending. Our life together was just beginning, but we had no future in sight. I'm now standing here in my chemo glow, willing to share my moments, because I soon learned that the glow doesn't define me. I define the glow. Hi guys, welcome to Chemo Glow, where the glow doesn't define me, I define the glow. Did you hear me? The glow doesn't define me, I define the glow. How are you guys defining your glow today? I'm actually really loving what I'm doing and I have been doing a lot of recording. It's only, I think Monday, Monday, Tuesday, I don't know. (laughs) And I've already done three recordings. So I'm happy to be back with you guys. And I'm so happy you guys are waiting on my new podcast because again, I want us to be able to share our glow. We have a new website out there, chemoglow.com. Well, it's been out there, but it is updated. It is new. It has past podcasts, new lives, um, our glow moments, things that I've done um, with the community, other people who have been involved with Chemo Glow and people who have shared their glow. So please, guys, please make sure you go to chemoglow.com and check us out there. We have a lot going on and um, I've been really, really busy. And that's why you guys have been seeing repeats of things that um, we've done in the past because I've decided to do all podcasts right now. The lives every week, that was a lot to do. I felt like I'd done over 20 in a short period of time. And now I have double the number of people who want to be on. So the only way I can get everybody on again is going back at how I did things before, where I just did a lot of podcasts. I will air them and stream them as if they were live, but they are going to be recorded podcasts. And today, my guest, this one is going to be a good one, a very good one, because he is actually a fellow podcaster. And you guys know that we need you to subscribe to our channels. We need you to make sure that you are hitting that share button. So when you're looking at my podcast or you're looking at his podcast, please make sure that you share, follow, subscribe. I'm pretty sure there's an Instagram page out there with Chemo Glow's name on it. There's a Facebook page out there with Chemo Glow's name on it. There's a Twitter page out there with Chemo Glow's name on it. Guys, just click on it and check it out because even my guest today needs you to check it out. Well, let's talk about him. 
I absolutely love this guy. He was supposed to be on a year ago. It is all my fault that he is not on and we haven't seen him, but things happen for a reason because now he is a podcaster, right? And the name of his podcast is The Other Side. It's discussions on all things sports and a little bit of everything else in the world that matters. I can't wait to have him come on on, but I I have to make sure that I at least show you the title of our podcast, right? I got you. That's what he said to his wife when she was diagnosed with breast cancer. I'm going to allow him to tell the story. And this podcast is about him. I'll share some you know, a few pictures for the live stream that we're going to have of his wife. She happens to be a very good dear friend of mine, and they're both godparents to my twins. So I love this guy here. We're going to go ahead and bring him on. Joe, how you doing? I'm doing great, Gina. How are you? It's great to be on finally after a year, right? (laughs) I just bumped you off. (laughs) thank you joe for coming on did i say enough about your podcast i mean yeah yeah so yeah you you really did yeah it's the other side sports podcast and it's through anchor podcast network Mm -hmm. and yeah it's it's very informal right so you, you know me you through the years you know me i'm a sports guy right <laughs> yeah so, so and i like to talk sports and you know it just it's starting very organically right um i when i'm on twitter and my handle mm-hmm. is at pinc2448 and uh so uh, you know talking a little bit about the dallas cowboys and me and my partner uh anthony ortiz who you know mm-hmm. he pods with me every episode that we do um, we just started going back and forth and you know how, I don't know if, you know, people that are familiar with Twitter, Twitter can sometimes be, let's be honest, it can be a cesspool. It really mm-hmm. can. It can. But, um, from a, from a, from a sports standpoint, it's just the way I like to communicate. Um, so me and him, we, you know, I would put something out there and Anthony would respond and we would kind of banner back and forth, but it wasn't anything um disrespectful we never mm-hmm. we never uh you, you know we we just was very respectful on our sporting views yeah and so it turns out that we kind of started you know we kind of had the same beliefs as far as sports and we we're both huge dallas cowboys fans i, um, I was i mean i know they suck but I... <laughs> <laughs> you know what whatever that's all right that's all right that's all right. It's been since 1995. I hear it all the time. It's nothing new. Nothing new, right? But we love them, right? That's our I, team, right? So gotta love them. Yeah, but so me and Anthony, yeah, we uh, we just started talking back and forth, and then um, you know I love NASCAR. He loves NASCAR, mm-hmm. so we just started talking. And just one day, Regina, I've been kind of thinking about it for a couple of years. I said, you know what? I'm gonna just start talking about sports in a podcasting form. Mm-hmm. So uh had a buddy who recommended the Anchor Sports Podcast Network. And, it, and basically that network is, I mean, it's kind of like a self, it's, it, you know, you, you do a lot of the stuff yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we just figured we love talking sports. We'll do it together. And that's how, that, that's how the pod started. And uh, we've you- been doing it for about two and a half years now. Uh, yeah, I know you have been getting it in, doing it for a while now. And Absolutely. I actually switched over to Anchor because of you. 
because I oh, was using another you, platform. So I actually right, switched right, over right. to Anchor. And right. um, it's 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 user friendly. It is. It is. It's, and for me, yeah, and for me, it, it, it's very user friendly. Um, the, our, our formats are very informal, right? We just mm -hmm. like talking sports. Um, we, we, we still are trying to build it up. And we have, to be honest with you, we haven't really... Uh, let's say take it to the next level i do have some some people that are connected in sports that have kind of listened to us and there's mm -hmm. a couple of guys that are basically building their own podcasting network and kind of have my episodes on the back burner so i truly believe that something will happen for us because everybody who listens to us they laugh they have a great time we mm -hmm. don't take ourselves too seriously you know what i'm saying we just yeah just talk about it from our perspective and um, we'll continue to do that. And, and I'm like this right here. We just, we just did that to have an outlet yeah. and we figure if this thing is meant to be, it'll take off organically. You, that, that's, that's, how, that, that's how, that's how we feel about it. So uh, we have, we have really increased our listen, listenership probably, golly, probably by, I would say about mm, almost 150%. Really? I mean, we're really uh, starting to get a I, I need some help. Things of that nature. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, so, um, and, and just like I said, you know, could we use like Instagram live? Could we do a lot of things? We could, but, um, we just figured, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll continue with this route and we just feel that something will happen big. So that's how we do yeah. it. We love it. It's, it's, Although we've, you know, we've kind of shortened them a little bit because we can go yeah. a little long. And uh, <laughs> so, yeah, we just, yeah, yeah, it works out pretty good. Absolutely. Well, I love that you are doing big things over there. Like Instagram, Twitter, I have no idea about those things, you know. <laughs> it, it, I, I have someone who works behind the scene and sure. she she does a great job because I'm like, what? what? I can't even turn my camera the right way when I'm doing <laughs> When I'm on the gram, right, <laughs> everybody right, keeps right, telling right. me that Facebook is for old people. Well, you know, right, right, right. Yeah, I don't. Do I'm a little old. Well, you know, I wanted to have you on today because so many times the caregiver is the one that is left behind or not thought right. of. Right. Right, right. And so many times they are not able to voice what they really feel about what's going on with their loved one. Right. So before um, we talk about, you know, you and your lovely wife, tell me um, how you were introduced to like cancer, the glow. Did you have anyone before your wife was diagnosed that was um, close to you? Um, yes. Yeah, so, had to deal with cancer. Yeah. So, so my, my um the first time I had like in terms of cancer directly affect me, um, my father in golly Regina, it's nineteen ninety nine. He um he passed away from prostate cancer, and um, he was fifty six years old, and uh, I'll, I'll tell you I was very shocked. Um, I I did not I I mean I didn't even know he was sick. And um, when when mm -hmm. we found out, it was too late. So um, my grandfather also passed away from uh, prostate cancer as well. Um, and 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 so the biggest thing is my best friend, uh, my best friend Richard Bodison. He lives in. We grew up together in my hometown, mm -hmm. which is a small town, Walterboro, South Carolina. 
Walthamborough. Yeah, and um, and so uh, his wife, who was uh, you know obviously a uh, friend and classmate of mine, um, Sabrina, um, she passed away in two thousand six from breast cancer. Um, obviously, when she was diagnosed, um, she was treated and everything, and um, unfortunately, when it came back the second time, was you know, in her bones, things of that nature. And mm-hmm. um, so basically, uh, when she passed away, um, you know, it, it it was definitely, I was there for him in terms of not necessarily a, you know, a caregiver, but just as a friend, just there mm-hmm. for support, just for whatever, you know. Um, but, um, but, but ultimately, cancer really, really, you know, as you know, uh, hit me square in the eyes when Talani was diagnosed in 2010. And um, I I can tell you, you know, basically, and I've always, you know, I was in a meeting, you know, Mm -hmm. when when, when I found out about it, you know, and at that point, you know, just like I said, and I I always remember, you know, this is when I was, you know, in actually I was in Raleigh, as a matter of fact, and I could always remember just getting the call and then going back to that meeting. And I can always remember, my boss kind of looking at me and this, he knew something was wrong. So at our break, he basically said, Hey, what's up? And I told, you know, I told him I had an issue and, and just wanted to make sure you don't, you know, you don't want to reveal anything, but I left. And when I, uh, you know, just like I said, when I got a moment to myself, I was just so confused when you get the news, you know? And, uh, when I told you, I got like physically ill, I got physically ill. Cause all I could think back to was, Sabrina, right? And mm-hmm. just kind of, you know, what had happened with her. And then obviously you start thinking about, you know, the kids. And then ultimately I think about my wife because like, whoa, that's my soulmate, right? Yeah. So it was it was very, very tough in terms of the drive from, you know, my job to meet her. And then basically, you know, at that point when I saw her, you know, obviously we hugged, we, you know, you huddle, you, you basically tell her, you know, you, you say it's going to be okay, but you don't really know, you know how you, you know how it is, you're still yeah. shocked that you're going to say something to, you know, it's not like you're going to, I couldn't just start crying or anything like that. Yeah. I had to be strong because I'm the husband, right? But um, yeah, yeah, that was, that was, wow, I'll never forget that day. That yeah, because... I, I find out that um, husbands, you know, they want to fix it, right? And you can't yeah, you in can. that moment, Absolutely. right? And right. you're absorbing it as much as, you know, the person who was told, you know, right. you have cancer. But right, when you're right. told that, not only you're experiencing it, your wife is experiencing it, and your yep. children are experiencing and how old were they at the time when you got that? Golly, so Devante was man, let's see, 2010 Chase is 12. Chase was 12. Wow. And Devante was 18. 18. Yeah. So you have yeah. a senior and a yeah. possibly uh, going through fifth grade and you Absolutely. hear that your mom has cancer and you yes. dealt with cancer and then your best friend's wife has passed away of cancer. Absolutely. Yes. Oh my yes. goodness. It was, uh, as a matter of fact, no, Devontae was 17. My apologies. He was 17. Mm-hmm. So he's going into his senior year. Oh, and, wow. Uh, yeah. So it was, uh, it was, I'll never forget when we explained it 
to them, you know, mm -hmm. um, you know, obviously they are, you know, they're taking it in. They really, it mm -hmm. just, they really, you know, just trying to process it. You know how it goes, just they're yeah. trying to process it. And, and, and so it was tough, you know, um, we, I, I, one thing I can say though, is that we did at that particular time because of their ages, we did our best to kind of shield it a little bit, you know, mm -hmm. um, and, and just kind of make sure that they could have as normal, you know, what I'm saying as normal of a, of a, like for Chase going into preteen, um, for yeah. Dante, obviously his senior year, things of that nature. So you tried your best to, uh, make sure that it was, you know, you just do the best you can to make sure that they can be as normal as possible. Yeah, because a lot of changes are going to happen, whether physically, mentally, spiritually. I guess I can put a, you know, a picture of her on the screen for when this streams out. <laughs> My girl, Talanya. Yeah, they're going to go right there. Talanya, Talanya, How long have you guys been married? Man, me and Talanya have been married since 1993. Are you serious? Yes. Yes. Wow. I like the shot with her with the shaved head because I shaved her head. Oh, um, really? Yeah, I did. And uh, it probably took me about a good hour because, you know, I didn't want to cut her or anything. So I shaved yeah. her head and all like this. And obviously, you can see I'm bald. I was already bald. So, <laughs> yeah. But uh, that was. That was that was real. I actually think she looks really good with the ball head too. <laughs> she actually has a great head because um, yeah. me and my son do not have the oh. best of shapes of heads. Right, and right, right, right. Um, let me just say, I met your wife um, at a meeting, a support group meeting on my mm -hmm. birthday, mm -hmm. and my twin was with me. And um, I just had chemotherapy and I was like, why am I even going here? Like my twin is so emotional. Right. So, right you know, right, we right. got there, they started, you know, singing a song and she's over there crying sure. and I'm just looking right. like I can't beat up nobody right, right now and I can't fight cancer. And someone right. said, you know what? Um, Talanya is the person you need to be with. She's yeah. close to your age group. She can, you know, she's going through this. She's a year out. She's the person. So she right. has been with me through every step of the way from every hair change wow. <laughs> to the weight gain <laughs> <laughs> to everything. Yeah. And so having someone that positive in your life why going through how did you handle your wife being so involved in the movement in this community of breast cancer so i'll, I'll tell you this right so in in it, it kind of so at that particular time i was you know in you know obviously in my 20s early 30s and i was mm -hmm. mostly thinking career and you know, at that particular time, I was spending a lot of time at work, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh, and so just for her to be able to have that connection and, and be able to do things that she was doing, um, you know, kind of outside of me, and it kind of helped her really, I mean, let's talk about Talanya, right? Talanya is, I call her the ultimate connector, right? She, she just is. connects everybody it's unreal <laughs> how she can just connect people you know 
and mm-hmm. and and how she just she's I, I she's like she's just the ultimate connector for everybody. Mm-hmm. She's like I call her hashtag the fixer, right? So she can <laughs> fix anything, right? It's it's unbelievable what what she is. She's mm-hmm. the ultimate. She's literally the ultimate. But the thing the thing about her is, um she was the right person to kind of, I don't want to say the right person to get this, but the right person to deal with it Yeah. because she showed me strength that I didn't even have. Mm-hmm. You follow me? I mean, yeah. literally, literally, you know, I know I said it's title, I got you, but I'm going to tell yeah. you something based off of our journey together with her being a survivor and kind of just where we're at right now. I can mm-hmm. honestly say that she has me. Oh all. wow. Absolutely. I'm 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 being really serious. I mean to to be able to for her to be able to go through what she's gone through mm-hmm. and to be able to not only I mean not only I she's just thrived. Talani's taken yeah. off. It's like our roles are reversed that really is from a from from a especially from a professional standpoint. And so I'm I'm very proud of her. I'm very proud of the, the woman that she has become. She's definitely, um, you know, different from when she was first diagnosed to now. Mm-hmm. And I just think that resolve and that uh, that that just being able to uh, endure has, you know, basically made her the woman she is right now. And so, yeah. extremely proud of her. Love her to death. And man, I'll tell you what, is I, I only see just just great, great things to come. I really, yeah. really mean that. Well, she she's definitely one of my dearest friends. And yeah. um <laughs> one of my fears that I always had um was having a friend who was diagnosed with breast cancer. Like I didn't want to get connected with anyone because I didn't sure. want them to to not be here anymore. And she's basically like, right, right, suck right. it up, buttercup. Get over yep. it, because I'm here. <laughs> yep, yep, or she acts absolutely. like you didn't even say it. Like, let's keep moving. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, but, absolutely, yeah, yeah. So being, you know, I, I know that Talanya is all things, right? Mm-hmm. She's a wonderful absolutely. person. But going through this with your wife, mm-hmm. as a husband, as a father, mm-hmm. as a provider, what are some of the things that you wish you would have done differently if you were talking to someone that wife was newly diagnosed with breast cancer or something that you found extremely important to know that you um you you, you got it you you made it happen so the one thing that you, you know obviously there's no playbook right Mm-hmm. Everybody's situation is different. You can mm-hmm. have, you, you know, for example, your situation um, and her situation is totally different, right? Yeah. So there's no playbook. But for the caregiver, I can tell you this, and, and I, I'm talking from the man perspective. Mm-hmm. So, you know, one of the things that that I as a husband was worried about once we figured out the, the types of treatments, things of this nature, right? Okay, how is that going to, how was how that going? I started doing research on caregivers. And the thing that I found out was a lot of caregivers, they leave, they don't, they don't stick around. They're mm-hmm. out. They're mm-hmm. like, I can't deal with this, seriously. 
Mm-hmm. So that was one of the things that shocked me. And a lot of it is, let, let's be honest, you start thinking about, okay, from a sexual standpoint, how mm-hmm. is that going to affect your sex life? How is that going to, um, you know, how how is that going to, in terms of, you know, your overall relationship, how mm-hmm. how is that going to affect that? Um, that was one thing that I, I looked at and I was just so surprised at the many men that didn't stay, you know? And so one of the things I thought about was like, well, I couldn't do that because I really love this person. So I just got to mm-hmm. figure out exactly what it is I need to do. So you kind of start off over helping as a caregiver. Yeah, you do. Right. <laughs> so you start just it's so crazy. Do you know my you husband? I get it. <laughs> yeah. So, so you, you kind of start out like over helping over, mm-hmm. you know, almost like some of the simple things where the person is going through and they want to feel as normal as possible. Mm-hmm. But you're on the other hand, because you care and you love them so much, you feel like you're, you're helping them in, 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 in the instance, you're just reminding them that they're they're They won't be the same anymore. So that can yeah. kind of cause things to become frustrating for the person that has it. And then it also can become frustrating for the caregiver because they're thinking, Hey, I'm trying to help. And you're saying, well, I don't need you. So it, it's, it's, it, it was a delicate balance of being able to say, okay, what exactly is the role of the caregiver and how, how in depth should you go? Um, when should you take a step back? That was a very hard thing to balance in the, on the onset, you know, mm-hmm. at okay. least for me, I know it was. Now having a son, Mm-hmm. You know, mama's boy, mm-hmm. you know, her daughter mm-hmm. looks, y'all, y'all daughter looks just like, you yeah, know, they like twins, right? They yeah. like twins, right? <laughs> yep. She of, But having a son, seeing his mom go through breast cancer and mm-hmm. seeing his father support his mom, how mm-hmm. important is it for you to show your son how to love your wife when it's, when they're going through? Yeah, so I think, you know, obviously as black fathers, especially for, for young black men, um, I, I thought it was important that he saw that I was going to to not be one of those not be one of those husbands that was going to leave and, mm-hmm. and try to let's say run off to the next person. I think mm-hmm. he appreciated the fact that, you know, I I did the best that I could do. He did see where sometimes I was a little frustrated because of the fact that I felt like I either wasn't doing enough or we just couldn't, it, I mean, he, he sort of saw where sometimes the the, the tense moments, things of that nature. Mm-hmm. But the one thing he always told me was, um, you know, he tells me to this day that he really understands now kind of some of the things I was talking about and just some of the, the advice I was trying to give in terms of, um, you know, just commitment, just, just, uh, adversity, things of that nature. Um, he mm-hmm. really saw that, um, I basically did, you know, kind of like just was a soldier about it was, was like, I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna do the best I can in this situation, no matter, you know, how, just like I said, it was unpredictable. You, you didn't know yeah. what was going to happen. Yeah. So I, I think he appreciated that. And I think he also appreciated the fact that, that in fact, he sees now that um, you could still have a, you know, have a person that was affected by the disease, 
but y'all can still have fun. Y'all can still do all the things you normally, y'all can still bicker at each other. <laughs> yeah. Just, just live real life and not yeah. necessarily live a life because you feel like this person is, um, they have cancer and, 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 you know, they're not going to be there or stuff like that. So I was glad to see that him and his sister, you know, was able to kind of really see us go through this thing, you know? Well, who was your village? I know you had your best friend. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Who, and at, who was the first person you called? You know, your wife was the first person yeah. to call you, but who was the first person that you called? So I called him. I called him. I called Richard. And, and you know, he was like, oh, man, like, no, you know. But then he was like, okay. He says, well, I'll tell you what. He says, um, you know, obviously there's going to be a number of tests she's going to have to go through once you get diagnosed, as you well know, right? Mm-hmm. And and so he says, so basically, um, you know, keep me updated. So he's just basically, you know, I was like, every time we'd go to an appointment, I would also tell him, kind of give him my synopsis of the appointment mm-hmm. and what I thought was, and, and, you know, he basically would say, okay, okay, yeah, I'm familiar with that. This is why they do that. You know, he was kind of my guide from that mm-hmm. aspect of it. Um, from a, from a, let's see, like who I leaned on mm-hmm. in, in those times. Um, really, Regina, I'm going to be honest with Most you. Most men lean, yeah. lean on themselves. Exactly. Not a lot, not a lot of people, not a lot of, I mean, Richard was one, you know, obviously, um, I talked to when we were, when we were there at, uh, when we were living in Raleigh, I would, you know, obviously I would talk to Pastor Nate was a guy that I really, really talked to a lot, you know, and just in terms of just not giving up, you know, yeah, stuff like that. Um, there was a, there was a, there was a men's group that I was with at the church, but I still didn't feel too comfortable. You know what I'm saying? So it was mostly yeah. me and Richard. I'm not going to lie to you. It was mostly me and him. It It is hard. Um, even the group that I was um, with, with, um, with Talanya, mm-hmm. I, I stepped away from the group because I had to learn you now, you know, yeah, yeah, but I still, yeah, um, it, it's yeah. a great support group, um, sisters yeah. network. Um, yeah. they do wonderful things for, um, the community. Um, but sometimes I felt like uncomfortable cause I was younger. Um, sure. I was 36 right, right, newly diagnosed, right. um, right, right, and right. thinking about having kids. Right. So, um, I needed a connection and sometimes you just don't feel like, okay. Yeah. It's not the right yeah. fit for you. It doesn't mean it's not a good group. So right. you had your best friend. How was um um Talanya's like uh support group? Who did she have? Oh, Talanya had that's the thing about Talanya. Who didn't she have? Talanya, yeah, Talanya had just a network of people between, you know, obviously between her mom, of course, you know about her, her mom, uh, her UNC family, Mm -hmm. golly, her UNC family. Um, I, I, I do remember this. I remember when we was going to World Overcomers and I never forget when was like, she remember Pastor Diane and them doing a prayer circle. And she just Mm -hmm. remembers Pastor Diane putting like, death grips on her yeah 
on her breasts. Yeah. Just to just to pray for healing and pray for mm-hmm. comfort. And yeah, I I remember she told me that. She was like, it was unreal. She she never I mean, she literally felt that prayer, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I always remember her telling me that. Um, Tulane just has a network of people, just Everybody doctors, you know, yeah, doctors. I think with her connection with UNC, she mm-hmm. was able to really get the people there that, um, you know, that golly, that yeah, she just had a you know, her friends here in Georgia where we live now. So, mm-hmm. yeah, Tawanya has a network of people. She truly had a you guys. I mean, come on, you know, everybody. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 wow, it's crazy. Just the that's like I call her the connector. She has just a village of people that yeah, man, it's and, unreal. And your family, your daughter, your son, yep. um, being able to see you guys. How long have y'all been married now? Since ninety three. 1993. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. I, I graduated in 92 I, I, from high school. Oh my goodness. Yeah, we <laughs> yeah, we um the first time I saw her, I'll never forget. It was so crazy. It was, Ew, I love I it. In the I was in the military. I'll never forget this. And Talanya, I was working at the dental clinic, and Talanya was working as she was working in the medical records room and I'll never forget. I passed by and I saw her and I walking out, I backed up. I looked at her and I called over and I said, Hey, come here. She was like, who are you talking to? I said, I'm talking to you. And she was like, Oh, uh, what do you want? And I was like, you're going to be my wife. She was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so I guess I've spoken into existence, you know, you already knew. <laughs> Yeah, and it was and it was crazy because, you know, I I mean at the time, you know, and you're young. I golly, I was Regina, I was nineteen at the time, and Tawanya was yeah, she was eighteen. Yeah. So you know, so you're young and everything, and and for whatever reason, I just really it was unreal when I saw her, and it just you knew it was crazy. Yeah, it was really, really, really crazy. It was unbelievable. You guys have been through so much and you guys have, um, you know, you support her with a lot of the things that she does. And I also know that that can be taxing on you. Yes. Let's talk about it. Let me me straighten up. Let me, let me. So I remember, okay, so remember when we used to all go out to the, uh, to the, uh, remember we all used to volunteer to set up for, for making strides and everything? Oh my goodness. It was like, you know, it was like, I always, one thing I always remember was us setting up, was like late on that Friday night, you know? Yep. And it would be cold, right? Yep. And we're out there and we're doing stuff and everything, getting that all set up. And I remember I did some things with, you know, with the Sisters Network, you uh-huh. know, me and uh, me and Tanya went and they had like this storage unit. We went and just cleaned. Yeah. We went to go get one thing. And next thing you know, we wound up cleaning out this whole storage unit. Oh, uh, I remember the wine functions where we, I just remember a lot of stuff. And you know yeah. what? The thing was, it was something that meant the world to her, you know, yeah. and and I, I needed to make sure that 
And I'm going to be honest with you. There's sometimes yeah. I didn't want to do it. That's the stuff. <laughs> my husband goes, was right? like, if it happens on my birthday, one more time. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. Seriously. So, and you know, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to say one thing to you. Here's one thing I'm going to tell caregivers because it happened to me. I remember when everything was about Talanya. Yeah. Everything. Everything. And people would come to the house sometimes or somebody would be and they'd be like, hey, Tanya, hey, Joe. you know, like, you know what I'm saying? And so yep. for a while there, I found myself, I guess, getting jealous because mm-hmm. I felt like, hey, I'm over here. I'm helping. I may not. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. you have to, you know, as a caregiver, you have to understand that. I guess I was human, you know, and, yeah. and you're still going to have human emotions and stuff like that. So I found myself sometimes, you know, like, okay, so where am I at here? Am I invisible? Am I, but you know, it was something that I truly felt. And mm-hmm. then I had to kind of get over that really, Yeah. but it was something that I felt, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I- I'm going to be honest. It was something that I felt. I, 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 and And we know that you feel that. Yeah. And I remember, um, like when I was feeling that, that I knew that he was feeling that way. Um, mm-hmm. I tried to do something really nice, like, but it was, it was tied to breast cancer. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and I was trying to honor him at Real Man yeah. Wears Pink. And yeah. it was just so funny. It's just like. Yeah. And I kind of got tired of the color pink after a while, oh. too. Do you see? I I, you don't see a pink ribbon on here. So, see, that's the American <laughs> Cancer um, scarf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I actually yeah. like that scarf, and because right, I've right, done right. some work with American Cancer Society, but right. even my logo, right. you might see some colors in there, but my yeah, logo is yeah, not yeah, pink. Yeah. I understand the power yeah. of pink, and yeah. you know who wears the pink well? Uh, your wife. Yeah, she does. She, yeah, she loves. Yeah. And she does, but at, at, at that time, she I, wears I got it well. Little, yeah, absolutely. I, I I got. I was like, man, I'm so tired of this pink because it just reminds you of you know, mm-hmm. kind of remind you of breast cancer and stuff like that. But you know, but the good thing was though, I saw where you know, like for example, when you guys went and did the thing in Charlotte at the lake where you guys, yes, were, I just saw that all the activities y'all did, y'all had fun, mm-hmm. you know. Or like when you, her, and I think Susan, y'all would go out and have something to eat, do wine, do stuff. So one thing that I like about it was the fact that it allowed her to really have people who um, not only care about her, but y'all are genuine friends. Y'all do Mm -hmm. genuine things, you know. I don't have any guys that I do Zoom with (laughs) over (laughs) over a beer or anything like that, which is cool. You know, but I just... I just like that it really uh, connected her to some awesome people. Yeah. You guys, you, I mean, you guys, you guys know what y'all mean to us. You, that's oh my goodness. Goes, See, well, you know? and, and, I, and, I'm, and, and I'm still in a way in about two days. We yeah, going away absolutely. again. <laughs> but you know what I like? So here, here's, here's, here's the one thing that I like about that is the fact that, you know, she's a hard worker. You mm-hmm. you know that all all of you yeah. you guys are hard workers and y'all deserve y'all just deserve this time y'all really do yeah I, and 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 you know like I told her I'll I'll do like a countdown or whatever it's not like I'm trying to get rid of her or anything <laughs> yeah. but still I just know that 
I know that she really loves to do a lot of things and yeah. I'm, I'm just happy that she's able to do it. I, I you know, yeah. I, do, I do not take that for granted. I, I, I literally don't take that for granted. I love the fact that you allow us because my husband Absolutely. too, we go to, yeah. <laughs> we really, I think yeah. I even might, uh, we, we go in and have a ball. Yep. Now, hey, so listen, <laughs> I always tell, I tell people about the, uh, I tell, I tell like certain coworkers, I'll tell them about y'all annual trip to, uh, <laughs> to Texas, to, to, to Texas. <laughs> and, and they look at me like I'm crazy, but it's, it, what I'm saying is those are moments that you just can't, you don't take them for granted because you don't know how long you have them. You know, so why not? Why not enjoy life? Why not? You know, she was one of the ones like, for example, <clears throat> I just recently got into playing golf, like, yeah, playing golf. That's kind of my number one thing now, you know, mm -hmm. and it, and like she told me, just do it. It makes you happy. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's something that you love to do. Just go do it. And, and the thing about it is I could be out there all day. And does she want me out there all day? No. <laughs> but at the same time, she knows something that makes me feel happy and, and kind of mm -hmm. fulfills me. So she's like, go do it. Go have fun. So that's just kind of where we're at right now. It's it's kind of sweet where we're at in terms yeah. of, you know, I just turned 50. She, golly, she made my 50th birthday one of the best birthday weekends ever. So I got a lot oh. I got to live up to, right? I got a lot I got to live up to, right? So, and she and she always tells me, you ain't going to be able to outdo me with that, you know? And it's all good. But, but yeah, so, nah, we're just, just like I said, I don't take anything for granted. Um, I try to, you know, make every day, and you know, you're not going to have a great day every day. And, and the thing about her is this, and people don't really realize this. Okay. Talanya has helped me mm -hmm. more than what anybody would ever know because of the yeah. fact that I I put like this right here, you know, I was and I was a professional go-getter. Okay. Yeah. I'm talking to the fact of, I mean, you know, I I just was like, I gotta go do this and go do that. And she supported me. You know, I moved us around a lot. I, I did mm -hmm. just in terms of, okay, I want to go be this. I want to go do this. Mm -hmm. And she supported me. But, but I always tell people this, and, and I'm going to reveal it here. Talanya saved my life. She really, really did because of the fact that um, in 2016, mm -hmm. we, you know, we moved to Georgia. And, mm -hmm. man, my professional career came crashing down and I had mm -hmm. her but mm -hmm. the the I would say the year the couple of years after that were very tough for me I'm talking mm -hmm. depression I'm mm -hmm. talking just I just wasn't that person mm -hmm. and and I basically gave up on me I really did mm -hmm. and she instead of she allowed me to kind of go through what I went through mm -hmm. and, and she didn't, I know it was tough for her. I know it was, I, I, I just knew that she was, she was struggling with what I was going through more than anyone. Mm -hmm. and, and, and so basically 
she basically she basically got me back to being me. Yeah. And that was just based off of watching her. Mm-hmm. I mean, literally watching my wife and how she dealt with stuff and watching how she just any obstacle that came her way and she was able to just kind of push through it and she helped me really get back to where I am. I'm I'm going to be honest with you. She 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 really did. So in terms of the I got you that I got you is her. Seriously. That I got you is her. I love absolutely. it. Yeah, I love absolutely. it. Yeah. It, it takes um being together that long and knowing mm-hmm. your partner needs you whether mm-hmm. diagnosed with a you know with cancer mm-hmm. or if their go-getting spirit is no longer yep. there. Because Absolutely. I'm telling you, I, I when I moved up here mm-hmm. to a whole nother city, yeah. I, I was still driving back and forth to Charlotte to be like, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But to have yeah. someone have you and, and yeah. like really have you and yeah. they could be upset with you. They yeah. cannot understand the situation, but they yeah. still have at the end of the day, if you mess with me or mine's, we're going to have a whole problem over here. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. We're going to have yeah. a whole problem over here. Where's yeah. Talanya yeah. at? She is Talanya. She got clothes on. Yeah, she does. <laughs> Come here right quick. Yeah, yeah, she has clothes on. Yeah, she's uh... <laughs> I never know. I have no idea. Yeah. Here she comes. Here she comes right here. Come here. Come, Come say here. hi. Come say hi. Come say hi to your people. Say hello. <laughs> hey, Lanya. I know she can't hear me because you have the know, headset right? yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You ready right to go to she our little to trip? Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Three days. She's ready. <laughs> Two days. Y'all, y'all leaving Wednesday, right? Hey, don't be telling our our, our, our itinerary. <laughs> <laughs> Look at it. But we leaving. <laughs> There you go. Yeah, yeah. She's happy too. I cannot yeah. wait. And the yeah. fact that you understand that we need this. Like I went oh, to absolutely. my honey and I said, yeah. um, hey, you know, you wanna go skiing or whatever? He's like, Yeah, you know. And then I was like, Well, okay, I'll call to lie. Yeah. <laughs> Anytime yeah. I get that, well, yeah. don't worry about it, I'll call to lie. <laughs> yep, 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 absolutely. And yeah. she had my ticket ready for me, like, okay. It's it's flying out this time, but you know, you know, we're going to be together in June. I don't know if you know that, but we're going to be together in June um, coming up. So we will all be able to have, have some fun in June, like we did last year and have a good time. But talking about your wife, seeing you glow about that. So thank Mm -hmm. you for sharing your glow. Um, and the things that, um, you talked about that other people don't talk about from, you know, sexual activity to depression, to not having anyone but yourself, you know, or, you know, going to a support group and then mm, people really don't get what you're going through, or maybe you don't want to, um, you know, share in that capacity. Those things are so important to say, this is not the right fit. And maybe I need to find just one person, but I would say find your person. Your person might be the person that you're actually supporting as a caregiver. So is there anything else you would like to add before we end our podcast? I'm so happy to have you on. Is she still dancing? Yeah. 
No, she's going back <laughs> in the room. No, no, actually, no. This is this is really good. I'm 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 really happy to be able to to get on and share that. You know, because because mm-hmm. a lot of times, you know, uh, I'm glad you took the opportunity to recognize caregivers. You know, mm-hmm. because they're they're an integral part to this whole process. Yeah, I mean, you know, but yeah, no, I appreciate. it. I'm glad I was on. I was looking forward to this. Yeah, it only took me a year, right? I did. Hey, it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> all good. Well, Joe, I want to thank you for being a guest on my show. You even beat my husband up here. He's, <laughs> he's still in... worry. You're gonna get him. <laughs> he, you know he ain't coming off. <laughs> but I got all my equipment and everything set up. <laughs> there you go. There you go. That's how he shows his I'll love and his support. Absolutely. Wow. Joe, I want to thank you so much. And I have to make sure I put this beautiful picture on screen because you guys, um, when I grow up, I want to be just like you guys. You are so (laughs) amazing. I'm telling you. Uh, Just your love and how you support her and how she supports you. And I love that you got each other. Absolutely. Absolutely. I appreciate that. It's not perfect, but it works for us. Yes. And that's what matters, right? Absolutely. Yeah. That's what matters. And thank you again for letting me steal your wife again this weekend. We no problem. Have Y'all have a great time. Y'all have a great time. I always look forward to the pictures. Oh, yeah. The pictures are coming. I I, Absolutely. I, I don't know how we're going to look in these ski suits, but we... Hey, whatever, right? We, we are going to make sure that we pull it together. But before we go, I want to make sure that I put your um, podcast back up here. Yes. The other side, um, it's a sports podcast, right? Yep, absolutely. It's a sports sports podcast, but we do sometimes, from time to time, if there's something major going on, like, we did talk about when we had all the unrest in the country, we gave our personal thoughts about that. Um, just how we were feeling at the time. If there's something major going on, we'll, we'll definitely talk on it. But this is just basically a, a way to just, you know, having a little outlet and we talk sports. Absolutely. All right. Well, you guys make sure you check out his podcast. Um, and Joe, I want to thank you for coming on. Just sit back in the back studio and I will make sure that we chat it up before you get off. <laughs> thank you very much. I appreciate this. I really do. Okay. Thank Have a great you, one, Joe. All right? Thank you. Well, guys, you know, I love caregivers and I want to thank Joe and his wife and his family for actually taking my family in and showing us how to get through this. So you guys remember that the glow doesn't define me. I define the glow. And how are you guys defining your glow? I need you to make sure that you're taking care of yourself. You know, when you're diagnosed with cancer, it's not just the person who has heard those words. It's the family members too. So how do we support them and get them to continue to take care of themselves? So remember, the glow doesn't define me. I define the glow. You guys make sure you have a good one. Until next time, peace.